What is up, wrestling fans? Welcome to another episode of the Smart Out Moments Mac Talk Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Tony Mango, and joining me, as always, is Robert DeFelice. One more match. And Callum Wiggins. I prefer one more match. One I... more match. <laughs> I prefer one to watch. I keep typing that out because I'm so used to doing that. But no, we are doing one more match. This is the first time that we've ever done this. So I want to make sure that everybody knows what the hell this actually is. Uh, One more match is a concept that I've been sleeping on for well over a year. It might have even been two years at this point. It was on my list of things that I thought might make an interesting topic to do down the line. And a little bit ago, I kind of planned that maybe this would be a good week for it, and man, was I right about that, because I've <laughs> been in the discussion of the exact same thing that we are going to talk about. One more match boils down to if a particular superstar were to come out of retirement, or if they passed away and they could come back to life, or whatever the case may be, like that kind of thing, and they could just have one more match, kind of like what Christian kept asking for with uh, the Randy Orton feud. Who would that person be fighting? Who would be the best opponent for them? You know, who would you like to see in whatever capacity? Why would you like to see that person go up against that person, etc.? But you have to keep in mind that this would be one more match. It's not a series of matches. It's not a feud. It's not like, man, I would love to see uh, a best of five between this person and that person or anything like that. And... I guess one of the rules that we should have going forward is you can't bring other people back to life outside of the one that we could potentially be bringing back to life. I think we're probably not going to be doing those in the future. It's probably going to be retired people, but we're going to be focusing this time around on Shawn Michaels. It's always good to start with Shawn Michaels on a lot of these. It's like a benchmark kind of. And since this week, Shawn Michaels was going to be popping up and talking about the last time ever with Triple H and Undertaker. Then on Monday Night Raw, they went ahead and they did the whole one more match thing. If I could come back and have one more match, everybody keeps asking me and so on and so forth. Lots of different options with Shawn Michaels. He's one of, if not the best wrestler of all time. We got a lot of great wrestlers on the roster right now. And we got a lot of people that are great outside of WWE too. So you got to keep in mind Chris Jericho. He's not wrestling in WWE. So now that that's the case, we've got people outside of the company that he can fight. And... We're going to incorporate those people and the WWE roster all and kind of uh, figure out what we got going on here and what we would like to see be that one person Shawn Michaels would go up against. So before we go and break down roster by roster and everything, I just want to give everybody a chance to say something right now. When this was presented to you, what was the first person that popped in your mind? Maybe not necessarily the person that you would want to pick because we're going to pick at the end. But who was the one person where you were like, one more match on Michaels? Oh, I'll probably end up saying this one. Who'd you think? I immediately thought AJ Styles. I just, uh, it's just been always a dream match of mine. The immediate name for me was Daniel Bryan. Uh, that's interesting because we all had different immediate names. My first immediate name was Johnny Gargano. Really? Yeah. And then a couple other people started flooding in. So we're going to talk about a lot of them. But we're also going to talk about the people that we're not necessarily going to pick. Because let's why not just go through them. So let's start with the Monday Night Raw roster. We've got... I'm going to toss out some names. And I want you guys to stop me if you think that there's a talking point. We'll do it that way. 
Or I'll stop myself if I think there's a talking point. Akum, Apollo Cruz, Baron Corbin, Big Show. Nobody's going to say that one. Uh, Bo Dallas, Bobby Lashley, Bobby Roode I'm going to stop at. I think Bobby Roode in his prime versus Shawn Michaels in his prime would have been a fantastic feud. Maybe not necessarily like the one more match type thing, but the feud itself I think could have been amazing. What do you guys think about that? I agree. Wholeheartedly. I think Bobby Roode right now, I think he's being completely wasted. I think he's so good. And let's say a 2011 Bobby Roode versus maybe 2006, 2005 Shawn Michaels. I'd watch it. Yep. That'd be great. I know that Callum, uh, you're not the biggest on Bobby Roode. He he's tiny goods to me, and I don't. I even though I'm well aware of his qualities as both a wrestler and a talker, and the feud would probably be, and the match itself would probably be serviceable. I don't think I'd enjoy it. We got Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt. Stop right there. I think Bray Wyatt before like Move Callum on. was just saying about him <laughs> good. Bray Wyatt, when he first popped up, versus a post-comeback Shawn Michaels where he's religious, they could tell a very interesting story about Bray Wyatt trying to bring the devil out of Shawn Michaels. That could be kind of cool, yeah. It'd be like, you know, you're putting up a facade, Shawn. You know who you really are. Like, that kind of thing. I think that only works as a multi-series feud. Because you'd have to trade wins and stuff. I don't. I don't think it would work for one match because it w- well, it would end with Bray Wyatt losing. And well, he they all do. Enough, so, so. <laughs> so I, I'm kind of like I don't really want to go into a feud or a match knowing what the outcome is immediately after it starts. Well, I guess then Bray Wyatt in his prime when he still had a chance to win some feuds. Well, which is why I said Bray Wyatt in his prime. Kind of like the Bobby Roode thing before they're tainted good. Yeah, and now. He's not in his prime. Hell no. Not a chance. No way. Uh, Brock Lesnar. I don't think that that would work. He would just would destroy Michaels. You it's know, a novelty. Like, 2003, this match, I would want to see it. Now or closer to Sean's retirement? No. He'd, pick, he'd get the best match out of Brock. That's for sure. Uh, and I think 2003, Brock was a machine, and could have had some fun with it you know yeah uh i would like to see chad gable but there's bigger fish to fry it's one of those kurt hawkins that's just one super kick and that's the end of it curtis axel no stop right there really it's mr perfect son yeah i can't give him that against Shawn michaels so paul Heyman era curtis axel i think curtis axel gets the short end of the stick because he hasn't got much of a personality, but he's worked on his personality. And he actually has a lot of ability in the ring, but he's facaded as a character that can't actually do that kind of stuff. I agree completely. So, so I think if you were able to build him up a little bit as a single star, give him a little bit of credibility, I think he'd have a good match with Sean. I agree. But I, I also hold by the idea. It, it's more of a talking point just for the talking point's sake, even though I know that there's a lot of people I'd rather see him have a match with just for... I'd give Curtis a little bit of credit. I'd pass. 
<laughs> and I like Curtis Axel to a certain extent. I mean, extent. Sonny did that. Oh. <laughs> Thumb this man down. One more match. It's the perfect. <laughs> uh, we got Dash Wilder. Dean Ambrose. Uh, yeah, no. I'd, I'd have to stop at Zol- uh, Dolph Ziggler, of course. I'm sure that they could have a fantastic match. That would be one of the potential matches, I would think, that I... Like, I'd put him in the ranking as a potential pick. I I mean, like, I don't have to sit here and blow smoke up Ziggler's ass. You guys know how I feel. <laughs> but you're just watching the two... You're watching the man and a discount version of the man going against each other. Well, you're other. not going to like what I have to say when we get to the NXT portion. Well, at the same time, though, if Shawn Michaels can put on a good match with anybody... Wouldn't you really want to see Shawn Michaels versus Shawn Michaels? I think um, specifically 2012 Ziggler with AJ and Biggie versus Shawn Michaels before his retirement is what I would want to see. In uh, I'm not too not too sure. I I I would not want to put. It would be it would be a good one off match but it's definitely not the person who i'd pick for the actual contendership of it i mean push comes to shove i've got some other people that i think outrank ziggler but he would Um, if he would be like all right if wwe said like all right Shawn michaels has like five more matches instead of one more match i'm almost positive Dolph would be one of them yeah but i'm yeah i can understand it it's just that i'm totally obviously you know my anti-ziggler stuff so maybe i'm biased and i am biased but you know it's just the case of I understand. I can picture what the build to the match would be. It would just be people say, "Oh, Dolph has been compared to Shawn Michaels all his life. Oh, he uses the super kick. Oh, and stuff like that." It's just going him saying, "I've been better than you all the time because that's every Dolph Ziggler feud that he does as a singles guy, and the crowd don't respect me, and they only care about you, even though you've been retired for so long." Blah 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 blah. Fuck off. See, I'd love to even <laughs> see something a little bit different. I'd love to see like. Dolph. I don't see anything different from Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> I mean, like, Dolph come into the storyline and be doing something where it's like he wants to prove himself to Sean. And Sean being like, kid, you're just a knockoff. And then him being like, no, dude, I can be better. Like, that kind of thing. I'd like Dolph to be almost the baby face. I think that could be kind of fun. And then it's like, at the end of it, Dolph beats Sean to prove that he can be his own man kind of thing. Like, that'd be kind of fun. Chris can't do that with the current version of Dolph because current Dolph is a, an asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Drew McIntyre, I think, is worth at least talking it. about, but I, I wouldn't uh, pick him. No, I, I, would, I would want to see it. That, that's like if you only if you have like thirteen matches left. Yeah, that's, yeah, I'd do me. that. I don't even know where he would rank on the list for me, but I mean, he's going to be above like Bo Dallas, obviously, and stuff. But, Rank below Elias for me. Well, Elias is the next name, and I think Elias is one of those guys. I wouldn't like to see them in a match necessarily, but I'd like to see one segment between the two. That's it. I'm gonna agree with Tony. Yeah, maybe the segment more than the match itself. Elias isn't the greatest in the ring. Yeah. Real quick, would you want to see Dolphin Drew versus DX? Yeah, that'd be I fun. Don't like, I don't like seeing anything with Dolph, so no. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, like uh, Drew matching up a little bit more with Triple H and Dolph and matching up to, with HBK. 
And also, I'm done with DX. I don't really say any more knockoffs. I'm just talking about them as a tag team and in-ring competitors. I'm not saying... I mean, if it's tag team, I'd rather see the Rockers against Drew McIntyre. I don't want to see Marty Jannetty doing it. Yeah, I don't want to see Marty at all. (laughs) Well, well, like a 1990s coked-up Jannetty, that would be awesome. (laughs) Uh, Fandango would be a really good match, but the feud, nah. Uh, One match on Raw would be enough. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I honestly would skip past Finn Balor. Yep. Yeah. I've really lost him in a lot of ways. I'm sorry, Finn. I, I feel bad. I feel like we're crapping on Finn all the time, but at the same time, it's sort of like, yeah, well, you know, give me a reason I'm kind of not to. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> uh, we've seen Goldust. Don't need to do I'm that again. I'm glad that we never got a full program out of it. Yeah. That could have been like a championship feud. Like with, you know, straight up 95, 96 goldust going after the guy that just posed for playgirl yeah that would have been a really good feud it'd be interesting who would be kissing who in that situation <laughs> sean would end up just uh leaving with marlena we just know that uh, vince McMahon would probably be enjoying what he sees uh we can skip by Heath slater i'm pretty sure well well wait a minute this is a man who defeated edge and chris jericho in one tag match Heath Slater is an icon. <laughs> Jason Jordan, it could be good, but bigger fish to fry again. Jinder Mahal, no. No, please. Kevin Owens, yes. 100% yes for Kevin Owens. He is one of my names as a potential, for sure. One the... I want to see the badass Kevin Owens. Yeah, yes. NXT Kevin Owens. Just as like anybody on the roster that you just said, okay, you can only, you have to build up and just have one match tell a convincing story with this guy but you don't put him with anyone else but kevin owens kevin owens is one of the smartest and most refined wrestlers on the entire roster mm-hmm. and he's safe as well even though he does a lot of dangerous stuff like michaels would know that he's always like in good hands with kevin owens and he's bigger than michaels too and michaels used to work really well with people that were bigger than him because that was kind of my know, logic as well yeah he did the whole like the underdog type thing Owens would be the powerhouse. Sean would be the agile type, you know, working the speed angle. And Owens is always great at if he was to lose the match, he doesn't lose anything out of it. Yeah. So he's, he's always good at protecting his own character's credibility. He's definitely on the list for me. Connor isn't. <laughs> Why are you even going through, like, the Raw Tag Team guys? Because it's worth noting that they suck. <laughs> they exist. Uh, <laughs> they exist. <laughs> And I was, I'd rule off uh, Kurt Angle, too. We've already seen it, and he's a shell of his former self. We won't see any better than what we've seen. Exactly. Yeah. I would say no to Matt Hardy. Yeah. yeah. He's not He's not good enough in the ring, currently. I would definitely say no to Mike Kanellis. Definitely say no to Mojo Rawley. Definitely say no to No Way Jose. No Way Jose. <laughs> uh, I'm going to nix out Razor. Rhino, no. And we pretty much have to talk about Roman Reigns. Oh, this match would be fantastic. Well, again, it's another big guy against Shawn Michaels. Yep, and if it was heel Roman Reigns, <laughs> that could be and one I of those best matches, you know? Maybe not even heel Roman Reigns, but I think, let's just imagine for a second Shawn Michaels is a heel, and he's, like, antagonizing Roman. Can you imagine? Oh, people would just cheer him, though. Yeah, yeah, but it uh, doesn't matter. I think heel Sean 
would play into that better than anyone on this current roster could. Look, I it's very rare to see a bad Roman Reigns match. So just by pure quality alone and the size differential, the fact that Roman tends to work well with like old school names as well. Yeah, I think it would be a great match. One of the better matches out of the entire list we've gone through so far. Imagine the spot of him going for the Superman punch and getting a super kick. Oh, that's, yeah. Somebody's like, oh, and he's going to hit the super, oh, kick, super kick, instead of the super punch, like that kind of thing. So that's somebody to to take note of. Now everybody's in the comments going groaning, and they're just like, oh, my God, you're going to pick Roman? <laughs> you know? uh, Sami Zayn, I think that they could have a really good match, but... Maybe be, on Raw, but I wouldn't want to see a program ever. He'd be like my 15th pick or something like that, probably. Yeah. A, a, a guy that can work with basically anybody, but he's he's not really that big of a deal at the moment. We can all agree that there's nothing to talk about with Seth Rollins, right? <laughs> or Scott Dawson, who he completely skips. Yeah, let's skip Scott Dawson. That's not happening. Seth Rollins is a guarantee. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. match is one of the better ones that they can do with the entire main roster. But and... it... go ahead. It just has to be said that with Michael saying that he doesn't really want to work with people like twenty odd years younger than him that would outshine him. Like this is probably the person that he's got in his mind when he says that sort of thing. Yeah, because <laughs> Rollins is. I, I don't. I, I, Michael's in the shape that he's in, condition, and just his innate ability to do re- wrestle the way that he does would still have a great match with Seth Rollins. But Seth would go in there with the full intention of outshining him. I think it's well, pretty interesting to note, though, that we are discussing Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins, and we skipped completely over Dean Ambrose. None of us were like, oh, there might be something I there. I thought about it, but it's like the way that they have presented Ambrose. I don't care to see him in a major match position. He would have to be a heel, and it would have to be like a blood feud, hardcore brawl type thing. And that's and not where Shawn Michaels' strength is. It would have to be like scrubbing the history of him in the shield. And like, let's start over again. Yeah. And, and do him as a heel the way he was going to come in feuding with Foley and then do all that. But that's too much work. When we're talking about a one more match type situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Seth Rollins, you can pretty much just have like, hey, everybody, Seth Rollins versus HBK and not even do like a feud and it would still be amazing. Titus O'Neil, uh, no. <laughs> Tyler Breeze, <laughs> unfortunately, no. NXT Tyler Breeze, I would like to see it. Yeah, I mean, they could do the whole like copy paste kind of thing. Against... Yeah, hot Great kid versus the selfie model. Yeah. Like, I I could just imagine, like, dorky dad Sean being like, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, I sing my own theme song too, Tyler. <laughs> you know, just, like, dumb shit like that are the reason that I want to see that. And Victor, no. Zack Ryder, no. Uh, Zack Ryder could be fun, but no. Uh, Cruiserweights, though, these are pretty interesting. I'd love to see him against almost any of these. But... I'd I'd say pass on Tozawa, pass on Arya Davari, who hasn't even been around in months. I don't know what's up with that. Well, Davari might want to get revenge for his brother there. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Brian Kendrick could be really good. Oh my god, yes. 
Sean Traver, yeah. Yeah, big story between the two of them. Oh, my God. And Brian Kendrick is so underrated. And Yeah, he's that match I want to see. I, oddly enough, would love to see Buddy Murphy. He's been proving himself damn well. I think he's the one of the best, like, overall wrestlers on the entire roster for 205 Live. Yep. I just, uh, I find it hard to get interested in any of these people fighting an actual star. Maybe, because they are lower on the totem pole. And it would be, what? it would be weird if it's like, I mean, I'm going to throw out there too. Like, I like Cedric Alexander a lot, and I'd love to see Cedric against HBK, but... If you tell me Shawn Michaels is coming back for one more match and it ends up being Cedric Alexander, I'm going to be like, what? You know? Drew Gulak is a name that I would love to see it in like a rock capacity. Yep. You know, that match would be really, really good. Yeah, that's another one. I'd like Gentleman Jack Gallagher, but no, I'd pass. I would pass on all members of the Lucha House Party, Grand Metal League, Kalisto, and Lince Dorado. I think I'd pass on everybody now that I said Kendrick and Drew. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd pass on Hideo Itami. I'd pass on Noam Dar. I'd pass on Tony Nese. But I would at least entertain the idea of TJP and Mustafa Ali. I'd pass on Leo Rush, too. Mustafa's another, like, I would like to see it on Raw one time only. Mostly the 205 Lauer roster, I have to agree. Mostly they are like, this could be a really, really, really good Raw match. Kind of like Shelton Benjamin had. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, but if it's a pay-per-view and all that, again, bigger fish to fry. I'm going to use that phrase a lot. We're going to skip past all the women because I don't think Shawn Michaels versus like uh, Sasha Banks should be one of those matches. Um, let's see here. Let's go to the SmackDown roster. Aiden English? No. Uh, of course, we have to talk AJ Styles. Yeah, I mean... He's a front runner. This match should have happened. It's one of those, like, god damn it, they didn't get AJ fast enough. This match would be so good. I think even better now that AJ has kind of slowed down a little bit and he's more into the... WWE style, I think it could play into Sean's strengths. This match, I wish it would happen. Yeah, it's kind of the match that I would get the sense that if Michaels was to come back with one more match with the current group of guys, this would have got, AJ would be one of the people that he would single out. Yeah, it would have to be. It's one of the most obvious ones. It's kind of like, why didn't they do Undertaker Sting? If they didn't do AJ Styles, Shawn Michaels, people would be like, what the hell are you thinking? You know? Yeah. Uh, Alexander Wolf, no. Andrade Cien Almas, I mean, I'll give him credit. He's been kicking some ass lately, but I'd have to pass. That would be I, a raw match. I would match. want to see it on TV. Yeah. Biggie, that would be kind of funny, but no. Uh, Cesaro could get a damn good match out of Shawn, but again... Not the biggest one out of the uh, out of the list. It would have to be a Cesaro from a, a few years back. And it would have to be, again, I know I keep saying this, I'm sorry, but a television match or a Raw match, I don't know if they could build to a story. Yeah. Of course, another big name, Daniel Bryan. 
He's a definite on the list. I thought that they were going to do full disclosure. I know we've been kind of doing the whole Mark D. Police. I thought that they were going to do this a few years ago when Sean was kind of being a dick to him. And I understand why they didn't. And I understand that Sean tried to give the audience the payoff by tapping out to the yes lock. But I really thought that they were going with this in 2013. That's what I thought that they were going to potentially do, too. I'd really love a, a, a very heated feud between the two of them because I'd like Daniel Bryan to go really hard on he- what actually was like being trained by Shawn Michaels or or quote-unquote being trained by Shawn Michaels because Shawn was, to all my recollections of what I heard from people that were involved in the thing, rarely ever there, didn't really take too much interest in the wrestling school. Brian was actually trained by other people. He credits more people like William Regal for his actual training mm-hmm. and stuff on those lines. So I'd like Daniel just to say, well, you were never there and I became the greatest wrestler in the world. I didn't learn from you. I exceeded you and stuff on those lines. That would definitely be the feud. It would definitely Brian, be like, you mean you're taking credit for my career? You didn't help me. Like that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. And Brian's one of the best in the roster of just like, because he doesn't give a fuck about anything. So he'll just say anything that comes to mind and then he'll deal with the consequences afterwards. Much like and Michaels I, would do in the past. And I love, I don't give a fuck, Daniel Bryan. When he just says, like, you know, whatever he wants. And I could see Brian being like, people keep comparing us when I'm a far better wrestler than you. You just came out and you danced around and you were pretty. You, you didn't know how to put on a hold. like. And you can even play up the angle, too, and be like, you know, Sean, you were a big deal in a time frame where you had a bunch of burly people who couldn't wrestle, so you stood out and you looked better compared to garbage. Look at the roster that I'm dealing with. I've got some of the best wrestlers in the world. We've got Seth Rollins. We've got AJ Styles. We've got whatever. And I'm still holding my own against the best in the world that we have. You ended up fighting people like Kevin Nash and like kind of like that. It's like, oh, that's my friend. You can't say that. Like, you know, like they could do a lot of shit like that. That could be a damn good feud. Mm-hmm. And even if it wasn't a feud, if, you know, if it was just one match, if it was just like, hey, special attraction, HBK versus Daniel Bryan, everybody would be like, here's my fucking money. You know, like that's one of those easy guarantees. You don't have to do any work for it. You're going to get a hell of a payoff. Just like Epico. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, Epico is now in the conversation. We've got to just kill off all the Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles ideas. <laughs> He's got Epic in the name for a reason. Yeah. Uh, of course, Epico is a no. Um, Eric Young, no. Harper, you know no. Eric Young, I think there could be a story there. If if told under the right circumstances, like he's actually one of those guys that the click really enjoy. So I think with the right build and the right push, Eric Young could be a lot of fun. Raw match to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I'd rather see him against Harper even. Harper and him would be a good match, but again, we're talking about that. Harper's a bigger guy. I would love to see him go for the disc case clothesline and just get kicked. Yeah. It would kind of remind me of like how Sean used to work with uh, Sid. Because Harper's a big guy kind of like that, but more it athletic. Like moving a bro- yeah, it wouldn't be like moving a giant broom around. Yeah. Harper can actually do stuff. 
Although Harper could probably use a broom and a bath. He could probably use like the level of openness Sid had as well. <laughs> Maybe um, if we get a giant pyro set that just says Harper and sparkles up. Who's the man? Know? Harper's man. <laughs> Jeff Hardy, if we were talking like 2007. Yeah, but... They did this match. Yeah, we've seen it. Yeah, That's the thing it. too. We, we have seen really it. Good. So at this point, no. Uh, Jimmy and Jey Uso, they, I'm sure that they could have great matches in like a tag team situation, but no, especially not a singles match against either of them. I'm gonna well, Callum, I I just think doesn't like Triple H, but I wouldn't mind seeing on an episode of SmackDown or Raw, like let's assume DX is wrestling and they're cutting a promo. And then the Usos come out and they go, that's Shawn Michaels. Like, just the way that they did the whole Shelton Benjamin thing, but with Shawn, <laughs> I think that'd be a lot of fun. I, I, don't, I still like, don't like Triple H. It's a case of, I don't want to see two near 50-year-old men against the Usos. Well, because you but you keep bringing up Marty Jannetty, and that is the, the reason that I'm yeah, questioning this. Yeah, because the Rockers are more similar to the Usos. They're more like high-flying things. And to be fair, that's, that was Shawn Michaels' better tag team. The DX stuff was just two main eventers saying, teaming up together. I'm not saying the DX is better than the Rockers. I'm just saying, I don't know if I want to see Marty Jannetty versus the Usos. I'd pick DX over the Rockers any day of the week. Uh, you guys are multi, actually. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I, go, I go slightly further back. To me, it's just, uh, I don't want to see Marty. <laughs> yeah, that's I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Marty's daughter wants to see him either. But, you know, <laughs> well, that's a whole different type of seeing. Yeah. Uh, Kane, uh, back in the day, would have been really cool. Always good. We've, we've seen, seen it, it plenty yeah. of times. Again, yeah, we've seen it. So you know. And when we saw it, it was it was the it was the worst version of Kane. Right. If you would have gotten ninety eight Kane against uh, Sean in his prime, then that would have been great. You give me the hook cane and all that, then no. Uh, especially nowadays, you get Sean right now and Kane right now. Where you go with that? The hook cane, and I know exactly what you're talking about, but I don't know if too many people would. Yeah, the what was the name of the movie? See no, uh, no evil. See no evil. And wasn't there something about like November 18th or something like that? Like May 19th. May 19th. Yeah, that was yeah. the day it was released. Yeah. Uh, Carl Anderson. Could be fun for Raw. That's about it. Killian Dane, no. Uh, Kofi Kingston, that could be a really good fun Raw match. Hell yeah, I'm surprised. Did they never do that? They might have. I mean, if, we, if they did, then it's not very memorable, so we should probably just move. If off. they if they did, it was something like in 2007. Yeah, something like that. I'm sure they had like tag team matches and things along those lines. Probably. Gallows, I would, I'd pass. Yeah. The Miz, I would love to see like a true, true feud because they've had matches together, but they never really had like a, a true like one-on-one feud. But I would I'd, still pass. I'd got yeah, I'd, segments good. Miz is fine in the ring, but like if you're gonna get one match with Shawn Michaels, are you really gonna waste it on the Miz? Right. He's gotten a super kick or two, right? I'm sure he has. Oh, he's got plenty. I'm sure he. Ask for it every time Marcus is around. It's like, you got to sleep kick me at the end of the night or anything like that. Uh, Primo, no. Why? R-Truth, no. It's not Carmella, don't want it. Randy Orton, we've seen it before. 
We don't need to but see it again. I will say always good. They always had great matches. We have seen it. I would pass, but those matches are always good. Rowan, no. Rusev, I'd pass too. Yeah. Samoa I, Joe, I I'd like Rusev. to see. Samoa Joe would be so good. We were talking about Kevin Owens being the bigger man. Joe does that to perfection. Uh, I think it would it would be a, a very good match to great match. I'm just I don't know how well Michael's really. I mean, he obviously had great matches at Angle, but I don't know how he really works with a submission specialist like Samoa Joe. To 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 the standard that Joe is at, really. Yeah, it's not in my top five, but it's probably in my top ten. Be like a minor pay per view match. Yeah, that that's like a going by the um, scale and stuff like that. Like battleground or something like that. Yeah. You think it could hold a candle to that legendary match with the Chris Masters? <laughs> uh, Chris Masters, I remember that dude now. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's a lock. <laughs> Sheamus, back in the day, with the knowledge that he has now combined, like if you could do all that, could have been good, but I'd pass. Thank God Sean retired when he did because we narrowly missed three pay-per-views of this match and I'm glad that we did. Three pay-per-views of him putting over Sheamus. Yeah, him and Sheamus and I'm so glad we missed this. We've already seen Shelton. But just for the C, that super kick again. Yeah, uh, that's, he should just yeah. come out and do the super kick and that's it. You know. Yeah, it, should be, it could be like Sean Michaels good to Kevin Owens. Benjamin just interferes and then just gets the kick to the fight. Yeah, why not? <laughs> or you know what? One more match. It's a gauntlet match. <laughs> and they all have to get kicked. And everybody just gets super kicked and then you end with somebody who's actually in a match. <laughs> uh, I would say we should add Shinsuke Nakamura to the potentials. But I still would pass. It's a, it, Again, it's whether you want to go with like an older, or not an old version of Shinsuke Nakamura compared to the one he is now. He's He's good, but he's like, like I said, like WWE's his retirement payment, so he's taking it easy. I think for the most part. I still think it'd be a good match. Like, I'm not sure in the context of story how you would do this. Maybe like a one-off in a tournament kind of deal. Yeah, and I'm really weird. I'm well, I'm really worried that Michaels would take this in a bad direction. Like put sell a tape on his eyes or something like that. Oh. <laughs> Jesus, I can just imagine Michael's doing it because I've seen him. I've seen him and Triple H in the past do stuff along those lines. I mean, Triple H blacked up for Christ's sake. <laughs> what levels are they going to go to? Uh, we're going to pass on Sin Cara, Ty Dellinger, and Xavier Woods, right? Yeah, Woods would be the most likely out of the three of them. But, yeah, bit, but Ty Dillinger is the perfect ten, Tony. I love Ty Dillinger, but nah, he's not a big deal. He's got to get his revenge. <laughs> well, then at that point, it has to be oh, that, HBK that, versus yeah, Stan. That's, I I, I, that's kind of just almost won me over, really. <laughs> that would be pretty funny, though, if it was like, you know, we're going to have a feud, and it's like, do you remember me, Sean? I used to go by Stan. <laughs> you super kicked me, and I forgot my name for a couple of years. <laughs> you know, like that kind of thing. I love the whole feud based around Michael's not remembering who he was. Right. And then during the match, he actually does super kick him and says, Oh my god, that was you! <laughs> oh my god, I super kicked Stan! Again! <laughs> there, There's so many names on this roster, unfortunately, that I think would get the Mike Knox treatment from Shawn Michaels. 
Do you know what I mean when I say that? What, the Survivor Series? Yeah, the Survivor Series. I can't remember who, who's that guy. Who is that? Is he, is he in the match? Is he a wrestler? Like, uh, I feel bad for the roster, but yeah, I think a lot of them would get that treatment. Yeah, I can see that. So let's move over to NXT. This is going to be some good, interesting conversation stuff here because the first one to talk about is Adam Cole, and we definitely Hell, have to have him on the list. Yes. I mean, I mean, yeah, you dangerously do run close to things we were saying about Ziggler where it might look like a carbon copy versus the real thing, but Adam Cole is so good. I think the added element of the Undisputed Era and having the numbers game over Sean... And every last one of those four would love taking a super kick more than once. I just think it would be so good. Well, yeah. even though we're, we were going in alphabetical order before, let's just kind of group this all together. Out of the four in the Undisputed Era, would you guys rank Adam Cole the one that you would want to see the most? Fuck yeah. Yeah. I would, I mean, I would do the same. number two. Yeah. Three and yeah, that's the same order that I would go four. with. I'd swap Carla Riley and... Uh, strong Roderick Strong yeah just because I'm a mark for Kyle O'Reilly so he's very good Alistair Black could be a lot of fun again quite different I would, kicks, yeah, like would want to see a Bray Wyatt style feud that I was describing where it's like you know you it's very religious based and Alistair has that whole dark thing going on yeah. that's what I would want yeah, to see no man is ever truly good no man is ever truly evil just because you think that you're better, Sean, doesn't mean that you actually have been saved, like that kind of thing. It could be an interesting thing of like playing off both sides of Shawn Michaels. Like say that Shawn Michaels is now like the the good born again Christian, does everything by the book type thing, whereas like pre two thousand Shawn Michaels was all over the place and uh, yeah, I, I'd say bordering on the evil side of things. Yeah, 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 pretty much that. <laughs> Uh, Angelo Dawkins, no. Cesar Bononi. Skip the tag teams, for the love of God. <laughs> I'm just saying them out there. Cesar Bononi, no. Danny Birch, no. EC3, I would like to see, and I just rhymed that, and I didn't mean to. Uh, but I still think I would pass on EC3 over other people. Yeah, definitely. Not a match that I'm particularly interested in. Uh, pass on Fabian Eichner, pass on Hansen, 100% have to talk about Johnny Gargano. Again, that was the one that popped in my mind. Um, he has already said before Johnny Gargano will be one of those people that he would want to wrestle. So at least that's on his mind. I don't really see it. Like It's just, I know the match would be good, but I don't really care about it. It It's, it, it I don't. I've never seen Michaels in a situation where he's really the the bigger man. Yeah, that's I don't true. know how he'd really adapt to it. It's maybe old man Michaels could though. Potentially, yeah. To me, this but... is a feud that is a one match thing and no feud. Yeah, that would probably be a better way of putting it. But maybe I mean they had that they had that Aboff competition. Yeah, probably based it around that. <laughs> Maybe just like, you know, we were talking about the idea of like a one-off in a tournament type thing. Like, this could be kind of like, oh man, the finals came down to Gargano and HBK. Well, like, I have a few different thoughts of Sean. Like, there's Sean when he's in a very intense feud, like with a Triple H or a um, Red Heart. And then there's Sean who, you know... 
hey, it's this episode of Raw, and he's got to fight Benjamin. And two totally different styles, but they're all, you know, really good in their own right. Uh, yeah, they're probably more likely like the Benjamin one, in which case I'm not really that interested. It it just doesn't, like, like just looking at the two people, I know how good Johnny Gargano is, I know how good Shawn Michaels is, but it's just not, I don't see, feel a spark between the two of them. Yeah, it could be, because, I mean, some people, they have chemistry with people that you wouldn't think that they would, and some people, it looks like on paper it would be the best thing in the world, and it ends up not working. So, don't need to talk about, though. Uh, gonna say no for Cassius Ono. Keith Lee is yeah. uh, pretty surprising for me so far, but no. I still have only seen, like, two matches of his. Wouldn't want to risk that being the one final match. Kona Reeves, no. Uh, Lars Sullivan, no. I don't know anything about Matt Riddle. Haven't seen a single match of his yet, so I can't really judge that. But what do you guys Would think? Would you want to see it, Gil? Not really. I don't think... I, think I don't think... You know, it'd be interesting. I just don't think his style matches Michael's is really well. It'd be quite... I mean, it's it's bizarre to say, because obviously he had so many good matches with Kurt Angle, and Matt Riddle has a very similar, like, grappling-based style, along with, like, the flying kicks and every other MMA attribute but it's the same way i don't really care about seeing michaels and lesnar it's like yeah they'd be good to put all the mma holds on and stuff like that but want a little bit more flamboyant almost it's just not really me yeah montez ford no nick miller no Andy lurkin no otis dozovic i would just love a promo that would be it <laughs> john you're a hunter right you get a, you gonna give us any uh, steaks? It's <laughs> Piquet. It's that kind of Yeah, he got the steaks. It's Piquet. Uh, Raul Mendoza, no. Ricochet would be fun as fuck. No, because Shawn Michaels doesn't want to have to, you know, have a heart attack try to keep up with Ricochet. I mean, it'd be quite funny if just so. Ricochet does like always flips and moves around the side of the ring. Just Michael just pulls out one super kick and pins him. It just <laughs> just every one of his flips ends in a super kick. Yeah, it's just like an exhibition. Like he just, what are the different types of flips I can turn into a super kick? That would be fun as hell. I'd love it. Uh, Riddick Moss is a no. Roe is a no. Shane Thorne is a no. Tino Sabatelli is a no. Tommaso Ciampa is a yes on my book. So I would want to see. In in a dream match scenario, Shawn Michaels and Gargano versus Hunter and Champa. I think between Hunter and all these matches, what the <laughs> fuck is the matter with you? All right, let's make it even <laughs> better. Not then seen enough of that yet. Let's make it even better. Johnny Gargano and HBK versus Tommaso Champa and Marty Jannetty. <laughs> there, there yeah, that's go. more like it. Yeah, <laughs> I I just think like when I think of Champa, I think of you know that level of feud, and I don't know what I'm on if Champa could. Get a good match with Shawn Michaels. It's kind of like the Gargano thing. I think Ciampa actually could get a better match out of Shawn than Gargano, oddly enough. Yeah, I think he has a bit more of the size, like, similarities. And he's more of a complete character in terms of his heel stuff. My own... Gargano's a great babyface, but that's, main... that's a lot of it down to Ciampa being a great heel. I think, actually, with the... um. The way he calls himself the greatest sports entertainer, I think 
he probably has a little bit more of an easier in in terms of a program, but I just I don't know if I would like the match. Uh, Tucker Knight, no. Totally, yes, for Velveteen Dream. Yeah. That feud itself, too, would be awesome. Because it's just like the... You know, he'd come out wearing like an old HPK type of gear and like playing that up. We know that Patrick Clark is great in the ring. He's proven himself now. And uh, as I've heard, Sean takes a lot of pride in working with the Velveteen Dream. So I'm sure they could pull something good together. I I think the build-up would be great. Dream would his character work would be on point as usual and Michaels would definitely play along with that side of things but if we're talking he's only got one match to have I don't want it to be against Velveteen Dream yeah I mean push comes I know, to I know, shove I know, yeah, I know a lot of people have like said oh he's proven himself I don't to me he hasn't proven himself in the ring he's the good matches he's had are the people that are far superior to him and the bad matches are people that are a similar level to him well he's, this is one of those ones that I don't think we're looking at match quality. I think it's just that that experience, that build up, you know. Yeah, but if we're building towards the one-one match, then he's definitely off the right off. Isn't he? Well, we'll circle back to the idea of like what's the qualifiers for what you'd pick too, because we still have more people to talk about. I'm gonna just not even go through everybody on this list, but NXT UK. Is there anybody that stands out to you guys as you would potentially pick? Well, probably just the same as everyone else would do, which is Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate, the two. I mean, I just, I would want to see the Pete Dunne match. Not in like, not like I need to see it, but I think it would be really good. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like those two. I mean, I put it out there that neither of those two would be the one more match that I'd go with, but they're, they're the two standout names of the entire UK division. So they're the most likely ones you go with that would produce a really good match with Michaels, especially Dunne. Yeah, Don would be the one, and I'm rhyming again. Uh, but even then, you know, I'm not going to pick Pete Don over a lot of people. The Performance Center recruits, I don't even know who a lot of them are. Like, I have no idea who Amanpreet Singh is, and Baba Tunde I've only seen once, and so on and so forth. So the only one that I'm looking at right now that I would say there's even like, huh, would be Dijak. No, I don't even care enough about Dijak to pretend I want to see this match. Yeah. However, yeah. I, I think we have our one more match in Babatunde, don't you? <laughs> no, I was thinking more Tian Bing. Just super kicking all the way back to China. Well, oh, God, if you didn't want to see the, the Nakamura build-up, I would hate to see this. You know, there's a song called Papa Ute. And every yes, time... We, we, I think we talked about this. Last... We did? Last time, Baba Tunde was brought up. Uwe Baba Tunde. <laughs> it's just every time. It's the first thing I think of. Uh, so that's the WWE side of things. We have to open this up to the potential idea, even though it would be extremely unlikely, that if Shawn Michaels were to have one more match, it might not necessarily be in WWE. And if that's the case all the people that are outside of WWE are also available to pick because, I mean, realistically speaking, Shawn Michaels could pop up in New Japan. He could pop up on Impact. He could pop up on another All-In. 
So there are plenty, plenty of other people. And of course, you know, no surprises here. The first name that pops in my mind is Kenny Omega. I like it. I think um, I, I think Omega would have to tone it down a little bit just because I think uh, he hits too many V-triggers in a single match sometimes. But the one that would really interest me, and I'm going to throw this one to Callum, Okada. It's not the first name I thought of with uh, New Japan. The, literally, Okada can have a great match with anybody. So that would definitely be a fantastic match. The first name you thought of, Tanahashi? Of course it was Tanahashi. Tanahashi and Shawn Michaels have so much uh, compar- comparable factors to them. Were very similar look. They both have carried their respective companies on their backs for extended periods of times. He's more of a high flyer as well, so it would fit more with Michaels's like own style of doing things. And I've never seen Tanahashi in t- in terms of like two people planning out matches. There are a few people better than Tanahashi are doing that. Now I kind of didn't give you a chance, but what do you think about the Kenny Omega match? Uh. I think it would be too much for Michaels. Yeah, me too. It's it's weird to say because Michaels is one of the greatest of all time, but I think at this stage of his thing, he wouldn't be able to keep up with Kenny Omega. Kenny is ridiculous the way he hits the things that he hits, and I I just think like Callum said, it's too much. And it's it's almost not it's not a criticism of Michaels at his stage of his career. It's almost a criticism of Omega. Omega only does things at 150 percent it feels like sometimes i know he does a lot of like where he does get tired and slows down but if he's working a 20 minute match he'll just go 100 miles an hour the entire way through it and like uh, i mean and i'm I, when i was watching all in this dude i was just like why slow down a little bit just a little bit just you know give something a chance to breathe and he he only knows one speed man so what are some other names you guys think of from outside WWE? Uh, Sammy Callahan. I want to see that build. I think that that build up would be really, really good. Callahan's an evil. Just like when when he's done when he's played right, he can be a really evil son of a bitch, and I think that's the perfect guy for. Super babyface Shawn Michaels to go for. Um, other than Callahan, I, I, yeah, fuck off. I know we've seen it too much. I'm gonna say Jericho. I'll always enjoy their matches together. You know, I'd always turn uh, down a match that we've already seen before. Yeah, you can have like a one more match scenario. It's just not who I'd go for. I mean, technically speaking, um, it would be one more match between the two, but, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um, I hear a lot about probably... Naito. I don't know who, oh, he's... like, what his style is and stuff. I've never seen a Naito match, but... I, w- I would like for Naito to try to do the Tranquilo pose and just fucking boot to the face. <laughs> yeah, it's, um... He's very Shawn Michaels-like the more laissez-faire attitude of Shawn Michaels, like the one where he just like st- sits on top of the top rope and just stares at his opponent. It's like, 
I'm, I'm sure it would fit very well. I'd put out Jay Lethal into there. Into the yes. I like that match. Jay Lethal, I think, is very underrated. He's come on leaps and bounds, and Jay Lethal is also great at imitating wrestlers. Like, if he does such a good uh, imitation of Randy Savage, like Shawn Michaels, in terms of the voice, the gravelly voice, he can get that down. He can probably, like, mess around with him quite a bit in that style of things. And Jay Lethal's one of the most underrated names, I think, in professional wrestling at the moment. Plus, we never got to see Randy Savage versus Shawn Michaels properly. Yeah, yeah. that was the match we should have gotten. And another name from Ring of Honor, which would just be like a guilty pleasure, would be Dalton Castle. Oh, because I agree. Because the, the flamboyant nature of it, it was just very, very... Um, he's In terms of like the actual match quality, it wouldn't be the best out there, 100%. But like he would be... In terms of somebody pushing on Michaels's kind of uh, like more flamboyant tendencies or the more uh, homoerotic tendencies that people used to talk about in the past with Bret Hart and stuff like that. And obviously not him and Bret Hart, because that would be weird, but, you know, it's like... <laughs> yeah, well, it would Hart explain to... all attention. Yeah, just the way that Bret Hart used to focus in on that sort of stuff. Like, there's nobody bring... that brings out that side of things more than uh, Don Castle. Um... What about a name like uh what about Hangman? Hangman Page. Now that I've seen a match oh, of nice. his, I think that that could potentially be fun, but I wouldn't pick him over other people. I wouldn't even go Cody at this point. Oh, well, they've had matches yeah. too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they they've they've had their fun. But it's it's slightly different Cody now. But I just I don't really see Cody as a one match guy. He's obviously big on the story surrounding it and he'd be, it'd be a good like well-told story during the match but the actual quality of it I think would be downhill compared to a lot of other people out there right now um Pentagon should I even toss the name out no I, I don't think Mike, I, would, I wouldn't put Michaels with any I mean it's this week because like a match he had a good match very good match for Rey Mysterio in I think 2005 when um in the Eddie tribute show which is also a match that if we could bring two people back from life, then Shawn Michaels, Eddie Guerrero would be the one I'd go with. But it's, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't see his style working well with luchadors for the most part. So I'm just going to throw this out there. If we could bring a person back to life, it'd be Brian Pillman. Really? That would be the one. It'd be uh, like a 96 fucking crazy loose cannon Pillman versus the Shawn Michaels that wrestled McFoley at mind games. That'd be the one. Huh. Uh, if we could bring somebody back to life, I don't know who I would have to pick, and I didn't end up thinking about that. Well, it was, wasn't in the in the regulations. I mean, just yeah, like that's true. It it's just that I've always wanted to see the... I mean, and uh, I guess we could potentially throw this name out there, which sounds a bit odd. The Rock? You know, um, I was going to ask if we were going to get into, like, Legends of WWE, but yeah, Rock would be one of the ones because it's one of the I'm weird really ones where it's see. somebody who was around in the same sort of era as Michaels but never had a one on one match, as far as I'm aware. Maybe as Rocky Maivere, but not as like the Rock that we all know and love. I honestly and don't think that, that it would be good. So much shit there, it wouldn't be good now. I don't think it would have been good at any point. I don't think they would have had good chemistry together, really. I'd like to see it, I mean, just to potentially be proven wrong, but. I gotta imagine that would be one of those things that's bigger on paper than what it comes out to be. I, I think that's probably arguably the case, but it's just a 
I guess it's just an interesting thing of like, there's not really any Attitude Era matches you can go back to that haven't already been done. Would have been a better match in 05 than fucking Hogan, I'll tell you that. No, I, I just, the Hogan match was just too funny. I'd rather prefer that. Even if the match was really good, I'd still rather prefer the Hogan one. Uh, I can't think of um, too many other people on the independent circuit that stand out. Not for me, anyway. Yeah, because, like, let's be real. It wouldn't These happen. guys on the indies don't slow down, and that's kind of one of the reasons that Sean said what he said. Now here, Callum, I'll bring Marty Jannetty back for a fucking match with the Young Bucks. Just like as a one-off ridiculous tag match. No, not a chance. Yeah, again, it's just a little bit... It's. I don't think Michaels would like the way the Young Bucks plan out their matches and stuff like that. Just like, okay, so we're going to move over to this and do spot number... 18 here or whatever it's just like whoa 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 can we just like call it in the ring it's like what's that just well yeah I i'm sure that... i'm sure i'm sure the bucks do do that on occasion but it's just like a case of i don't i don't think he'd be into the meticulous planning of it well i think that would be an issue with a lot of the main roster guys on oh yeah nowadays. yeah n- nowadays it would be but i think michaels would kind of have a bit more confidence of guiding them through it and i'm pretty sure there's enough people like we'll probably end up picking people that we have a bit more confidence of being able to just keep up with Michaels in terms of being able to not just like follow his lead, but also be a, an in-ring general at the same time. Do you think that in a case of like with the Bucks, where we know that they, you know, plan out stuff a lot, you think that they would have enough respect for Sean that if Sean said call in the ring, they would, you know, call in the ring for him. I think they did. I think, I think, you'd be hard-pressed to find a wrestler that wouldn't do anything that Shawn Michaels asked them to do to get a match with him. Yeah, I, so, I agree with that. So it's kind of like, okay, so like, you've got... Like, okay, I'll let you wrestle me, like Shawn Michaels. Just says, like, Shawn Michaels. So, okay, I'll let you wrestle me, but you can only wear one boot and you've got to cover one of your eyes and uh, I've got to break two of your fingers before you get in the ring. So, sure, do whatever you want. Do you want to wear a ball gag as well? It's fine, it's everything. <laughs> Well, I mean, that kind of puts out all the ideas of all the possibilities. So now the important task, going back and just trying to figure out who that one person would be. And we're not going to take this in the same kind of regard as like a Mount Rushmore where we have to all come to the agreement of the one thing. But maybe we actually will end up doing that. Well, um, hold on. Because because I really don't like that they're even teasing it. And we, we've already said, you know, not something we've seen. Why do you, why the Undertaker? Why why this thing? It's I mean, not happening. It can't happen. And I understand that because those two matches, when they happened, twenty five and twenty six, were what they were. People think like that. There's this magical feud between them, but really, their entire legacy that they've now been so linked together. It was just the one. It was it was the two matches, you know. And Hell in a Cell ninety seven. Right, but that that's a little more, you know, one off back in the day, like. And the match that injured Shawn Michaels indefinitely. So. Mm. All right, I'm gonna shut up now. <laughs> I just say that they do have a storied rivalry, but before Michaels got injured, and they have these two matches afterwards, but they were kept basically separate because Michael stayed completely on Raw and Undertaker was completely on SmackDown basically for the entire time. 
I, I'm just saying that, like, I don't think that their story is as big no, I don't as wanna... people think. It, it might not be as big as people think, though. It's, de- it's definitely, I don't want to see it 10 years on from the previous one. I still would have like, argued the same case that I did back in the day. I think that they shouldn't have had that second match. I think that it should have been Sean losing to Hunter. I, yeah. I agree. 25 was better. Oh, 25 was better. I just, I'm okay with 26. I, what I didn't need was both 27 and 28 to be Triple H. That's the thing. Like, I, I think it could have been, there should have been three matches. There should have been Sean versus uh, Undertaker at 25, Hunter versus Undertaker at 26, and then... They mean Sean and Triple H at 26. Yeah, like if Sean's retiring at 26, well, you want him to go down. Ideally, I'd rather him retire at 27. I'd rather it go like, all right, like Sean loses to Undertaker, Triple H loses to Undertaker, and then Sean and Triple H have an issue. But if you want to switch it around and he says like, no, 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 I need to retire at 26, then it becomes Sean, Undertaker, Sean loses, Sean, H, uh, Sean, HPK, Sean Hunter, and they're arguing over like, you know, hey, you're, you're kind of like trying to make your career a little bit too much right, crazy and stuff like that. And then he goes, finally, I'm going to put, you know, my career on the line and Triple H wins. And then Triple H goes and blames Undertaker for it and says, you threw my friend into a fit. I'm going to fight you at WrestleMania and Shawn Michaels is going to be the guest referee. And then you do the whole uh, end of an era type thing at 27. That's, to me, the trilogy. Yeah, it would have been a lot better than That Hunter retiring Sean would have played off a lot better with, like, the story going back to 24 with Sean retiring Flair and then, yeah. you know, I, I just thought that that would have been better. And it could have been the whole I'm sorry, I love you pedigree. And then it could have been, like, oh, that, that hurts and so bad. The same like, thing, like, you know, he doesn't want to do it and then, like he did with Taker, just slaps him in the face, like, no, put me out of my misery. Yeah. It could have been that, and I think it would have been a lot better. And it would have been a lot better if it was Marginalians. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, just for the sake of it, um, just for like talking point, if they said, "Look, we're gonna get Sean in one more match, and it has to be somebody from Two Hundred Five Live," who would you pick? Brian Kendrick. Kendrick, yeah. I honestly think I might pick uh, TJP. I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> I think TJP is very underrated. You just want to see Shawn Michaels dab. Oh, that would be hilarious. I'd rather he had a match with TCP instead of TJP. If we had to pick from somebody outside of WWE, who would it be? Tanahashi. Yeah, I'll go with Callum and say Tanahashi. Since I've never seen a single Tanahashi match, I'd have to go with Omega. Uh, we gotta pick one person. Well, clearly, Tony wants Shawn Michaels to have a heart attack in the ring. Well, if you're gonna go, well, if you want to have a heart attack, <laughs> you should have a match with a uh, the Heart Foundation. But then you want we had to bring one back from the dead at that point. <laughs> if we had to pick from NXT, NXT UK, and the Performance Center, Adam Cole, baby. Uh, would I go Adam Cole? It probably makes the most sense. 
Mate. Yeah, I'll go ahead and go. Don't copy me, Cal. Fuck. <laughs> you said it first, Dad. <laughs> I would very much lean towards Adam Cole, but I think if somebody had a gun to my head, I think I probably would end up picking Ciampa. Oddly enough. Even though Johnny Gargano was my uh, first thought kind of thing. Dream was actually, uh, it's it's between these four. It's Adam Cole, Gargano, Ciampa, and Dream for me when it comes to that. I'd love to see all of those, but I think I might go Ciampa over Cole. But see, that's the thing. It's like, I like Ciampa better than Cole in the ring. I think Cole could maybe do better promos leading up to the feud. So that's tough. But either way, it would be great. On the Raw side of things, uh, man, that's tough because I'm. It's four people for me again. It's Ziggler, Owens, Rollins, and Reigns. I think I would take out Ziggler at this point because if I'm judging based off of what they currently are, ah, uh, that's tough. I really would like to see Owens. I'd really like to see Reigns, and I'd really like to see Rollins. Probably, I push comes to shove, I'd probably knock out Roman. And it's between Owens and Rollins, and I'm not sure if I could pick yet. Maybe Owens. So, for me, it would come down to the story that's being told building up to this final match, and that leaves it with Reigns or Rollins. Reigns because... We've established Shawn Michaels is, is obsessed with the fact that he didn't beat The Undertaker. And Reigns did. So I kind of think that that would be a good story told there. And then Rollins has the whole tie-in with Hunter. You know, like, I think that a good story can be told there. And then it's like, when you get down to the match quality, I'm going with Reigns because I think Reigns can play more into Shawn's strength. Um, just mainly due to the fact that of what I believe, who who can put on the best story leading into a single match, tell the best story in the match, work to Shawn Michaels' strength, which is Shawn Michaels working from underneath against a bigger guy, and being able to tell any sort of story, any sort of finish, it won't hurt anybody, it will make everybody look fantastic. Kevin Owens is the guy from Raw. 100% Kevin Owens. And remember, too, this is one more match. This is his retirement for good. Yeah. And I'd still go Owens for that. I think Owens would make him look the best he possibly could on the way out. Nice. I'm cool, then. I'd like to see it. As long as it's not Ziggler, I'm fine. <laughs> hey, listen, guy. God. Ziggler yeah. is great. Yeah, but I just I, the lasting memory of like thinking uh, Michaels could only have one more match and it was against him. Well, yeah, I, I already hate him enough already. Like it's gonna be like I can never watch a segment he's in anymore because he took something great away from me. And that's where I think that somebody like Owens would be a really, really great asset for that because he could always twist that knife in the wound and just kind of be like, "I'm the guy who retired John Michaels," and you'd be like, mm-hmm. "Oh fuck you, dude! Why'd you do that?" You know, like that kind of thing. But Michael, Owens could also lose the final match against Michaels and still come out looking great. Yeah, and he could still actually, he could pull off even 
still saying that he's the man who retired Shawn Michaels, even though he lost. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think if that match happened, and I'm not being funny to piss off Callum, it would probably have a finish like when they thought Shawn was only coming back for one more match with Hunter, and he beat him, but then Hunter took him out and sent him out on a stretcher. I can see Shawn beating Kevin Owens and then taking a powerbomb on the apron and, you know, getting sent out on a stretcher. I just kind of thought it would be more along the lines of if it was nowadays Kevin Owens, it would be like he loses to the super kick and then he comes out the next time and Ross says, Michael's kicked my face so hard it actually broke his foot permanently so he won't be able to wrestle anymore. <laughs> so I retired, Sean Mike. <laughs> well, then on the SmackDown side of things... We got some big names like Daniel Bryan. We got AJ Styles. We got the Samoa Joe thing, Nakamura. To me, it's down to Styles and Bryan. And I think I'd go Styles. For me, it's down to Joe and Styles because I really think that Joe could tell that good monster story with Sean. But if we're going one more match and I'll never see Shawn Michaels again, I. Gotta go AJ Styles. It's too good. Uh, it has to be Daniel Bryan for me. Just the story leading up to it, how close to the bone Daniel Bryan can get with all the stuff that he does. I think I think Daniel Bryan would probably be the the ultimate choice for me. So that's funny that in any of these matches, uh, the potential lineups, we only have two people agreeing out of the three like uh two people agreeing kevin owens on raw two people agreeing uh styles on smackdown yeah right yeah yeah uh two people going adam cole in nxt two people going tanahashi so that's kind of interesting but sean can't have one more match on raw one more match on smackdown one more match on nxt and one more match outside of wwe he can only have one more match and if you had to pick now we don't have to do an agreement we don't have to like come to the full-on agreement here but if you had to pick you were one more match for Shawn michaels ever and he hangs up his boots he's done it's not even in the discussion anymore. There's no more rumor mill, nothing. Who's your pick? <sighs> Epica. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of a race between Epico and Velvetune Day, don't you think? Uh, Marty Gennetti, maybe. Um, I would personally, I'd take out my pick of Kenny Omega. I agree with what you guys say that it's a little bit too hard for him to do that. I would more than likely take out my Ciampa pick because he's still not as big of a deal as the Raw and SmackDown folk. And it would come down to me between Kevin Owens and AJ Styles. And I'm not quite comfortable enough yet to pick between those two, so I'm going to hold off reservation. But that's where I'm. That's where my head's at right now. Um, it would have to be... It would be between Styles and Roman. Yeah, as much as I love Tanahashi and think that Adam Cole's great, I'd have to be between the Raw and SmackDown guys, between Brian and Owens. Uh, I really love the idea of the Daniel Bryan story, and I think Daniel Bryan's one of the greatest wrestlers in the world, and they're close to the bone, but just 
almost the selfish nature of me. This match could do so much for Kevin Owens. It's just a case of like thinking of the idea of I don't think Daniel Bryan needs this match. But Kevin Owens could live off this match for his entire career. And the the boost that he gets from it, the way the match would be played out. So yeah, if he if Phil Michaels could only have one more match ever, I would want it to be against Kevin Owens. So just for the hell of it, even though I said we're not gonna do the Mount Rushmore. It is funny enough that out of our picks where we have to go between two, we've got two for Owens, two for Styles, one for Brian, and one for Roman. It would seem like if we narrow that down to two, we would have to narrow it down to Owens and Styles, right? Because it's two for two and one and one. Yeah. Seems like it, yeah. So, I mean, I've got Owens and Styles. Callum, you had Owens and Brian, and Robert, mm-hmm. you had. Roman and Styles. So essentially it would be you would vote Rob, I mean, you would vote for Styles, right? Yeah. So then fuck. That means one for Styles, one for Owens, and then I'm stuck with Owens and Styles still and I have to make the pick. <laughs> ah, god damn, that's a lot of pressure. Uh well, before I make that pick, between your Roman and Styles, who would you pick, Rob? You'd pick Styles? Styles. Styles. Fuck. I think if we're going a feud, we go Kevin Owens. If we're going one match, just go out there and do like an Iron Man match, we go Styles, maybe. But, you know, I think you factor in everything. I think Kevin Owens is underrated in the ring. And I think if I had to make that judgment call, if we were doing like a round table and stuff and it was like, all right, Tony, it's up to you. You got to pick. I think I'm going to go Kevin Owens as well. I think I'm going to be the tiebreaker and go Owens. I like it. Kevin Owens against Shawn Michaels coming to you at the next Saturday Arabia show. <laughs> the greatest all in. That's what it is. Uh, man, that there are so many good options. That's the good thing about this. We have to eventually do one more match. Somebody who's terrible. <laughs> like, uh, let's be someone who's just a great colleague. Go, oh, yeah. Baba Tunde. So, <laughs> yeah, retired and awful. So one more match, Santina Morella. Baba Tunde. Right. Never gets everybody. Oh yeah, he can take on. He can take on the world. Like oh. eventually, eventually, like years down the line, we'll be able to do one more match, Baba Tunde. <laughs> and then who will we face? <laughs> Uh, well, real quick, because we're talking about like one more match for Sean. We've also seen a lot of programs where Sean is wasted. What is the worst Shawn Michaels program that you guys have ever seen? Oh, mm. there's, there's quite a lot that he's had. Like the like the mid two thousands were just a dearth time for wrestling in general. Yep, that's why I'm asking. Didn't he have something with Carlito that sucked or something? I probably did at some point. If if I was, to, and this probably will be quite controversial to some people, but Kennedy sucked when Michaels was around on Raw. Yeah, that's the exact reason I asked this question. <laughs> so I'd 100% go Mr. Kennedy as the yep, worst. Me too. Yeah, that wasn't really good. I bet Masters was terrible. Uh, the stuff with the stuff with the non-mask came was terrible as well. Didn't he have something again, with Kate that- and Murdoch too? Uh, DX briefly for two weeks. Yeah, fuck that. 
Kid and Murdoch sucked. I think they were underrated. Yeah, uh, nah, doesn't doesn't register too much with me. So that probably shows how much that feud was. One more match, Trevor Murdoch. The it's probably like one of the members of the Spirit Squad had really bad chemistry with him or something. <laughs> well, Ziggler. There you go. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, so we've already seen that match, so we can't have it anyway. So it's fine. Yeah, so I mean, push comes to shove. Kevin Owens versus Shawn Michaels. That would be a damn good feud, and I think a damn good match too. Yeah, and like we kind of mentioned, Owens could really just sell that as one of his selling points going forward. As like I retired Shawn Michaels, he could uh, lose and and still come out of it a winner. He can win and come out of it a major winner. I think that'd be a really good way to to cap off HBK's career. Of course, if he gave me AJ Styles or he gave me Velveteen Dream or he gave me a lot of other people, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, you kind of can't go wrong. When it comes to Shawn Michaels. And that's why he's the first guy we're doing. Yep. So, uh, yeah, that's that's one more match, everybody. Make sure that you leave your comments below and tell us who you would pick for your one more match against Shawn Michaels and why that person would register in your mind as the best choice. And also what you think of our discussion that we had going on here and what you think about the concept in general, too. If, you know, you want to see us do more of these in the future, then we'll try to do a little bit more of them if you know, something comes about, maybe like um, some kind of re- like retirement or something like that. I don't know. Whenever there's like a spark, it'll be on the list. Uh, Jericho made sure about One that. One more match, Ember Moon. <laughs> Liv Morgan. I don't know. Seems they had a lot of matches against her. But also what you should be aware of outside of just like the future when it comes to that kind of thing and the potential of doing more one to one to watch. I was going to call it that again. I keep wanting to call it one to watch. Eventually, we are going to do one to watch at the beginning of the year. One more match uh, is in the books. Next week is going to be Hell in a Cell predictions. And then, of course, the Hell in a Cell <laughs> post show. So that's going to be, you know, our normal kind of schedule when we have to that. Hot tags will be coming up before that on Monday. So stay tuned for that. If you want to be aware of when that gets posted, subscribe to the YouTube channel here and ring the bell for notifications. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at SmartOutMoment and check out SmartOutMoment.com itself for all the other kind of things beyond the podcast material. Make sure you also check out FanboysAnonymous.com for all my movie review and all the other kind of stuff like that. If you have some spare change you want to throw our way to show your support for the websites, then hit up the Patreon account for both of those or the PayPal if you want to just you know cut right to the chase like that. Or buy a t-shirt on the TeePublic or Redbubble merchandise shops. Or you know anything else that are on those shops and stuff. And uh, follow all my other stuff all over the place. You click on my social media accounts and you'll find links all over the place. But if you're clicking on my accounts, you should also click on theirs. So, Callum? Follow me on Twitter at Wigmeister14. Check out all the weekly stuff that's going out on the Smallcat Moment website. I am at Dude Felice on Twitter and Instagram. I will be doing, I, I don't know if this will be out in time, but I'll be doing the WrestleZone daily live chat on Facebook today. And that's at facebook.com slash WrestleZone.com. I'm on WrestleZone every day, checking out the news, posting the news, all that good stuff. And if you want to support me directly, you can buy a t-shirt at Time Killer Apparel. That is my apparel line, and that would mean the world to me. Alrighty, everybody, that does us in for this episode. Thanks for listening, as always, and showing all of your support. We will tell you, blah, 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 blah. We will talk to you 
hopefully properly, the next time. <laughs> Adios, everybody. This has been another Smart Out moment, and we're being counted out. Ah!